The follow-up is simple. Ask a question, listen to the answer, then follow up. I'm your host, Noah Kozlov. Enjoy. The follow-up today is with Eric Jackson, tech and media investor, host of the Eric Jackson podcast as well. Also, click on the link in his Twitter bio, at Eric Jackson, that's E-R-I-C, Jackson, to sign up for his newsletter. Eric, what needs to be figured out in order to create the next significant media disruption? Well, I think that a lot of people are talking about the cable bundle breaking down and what's going to be next. And you hear a lot of discussion about over the top uh, or OTT. Uh, sometimes people call it direct to consumer. And, um, you know, and that sort of fits with this, this idea that there's a lot of cord cutting going on, a lot of millennials that just aren't interested in the old cable bundle. And so what's going to be the new way that they uh, digest information? Obviously, everybody's on their phones. Uh, so we're all spending a lot more time on Facebook and, and Snapchat. And so some some people think that every, everything's going to just migrate over to the Facebooks and Snapchats of the world and that, you know, the traditional way of watching sports or watching uh, TV shows and content is going to go away from TV to, to that new platform. So I, I kind of, though, have a different take. I, I think, you know, there's there is traditional TV where we get the comedies and the Game of Thrones and the live sports uh, like we always have. There's this kind of the new mobile versions of content like Snapchat and, and Facebook and YouTube but that sort of lend themselves more to short form content. Mm -hmm. um, but then there's really, you know, what what's going to be sort of the new way of, of um, consuming sports and, and long form content um, and is over the top just going to be, you know, uh, a new version of watching uh, content that we see today, and I don't. I actually think it's there's going to be some something new. Usually, like when we when we moved from the websites to mobile, uh, you know, at first people designed their mobile sites to be similar to their websites, mm -hmm. and after after a while, people said, hey, you know. This is a smaller screen. Uh, people are using this on the go. So just doing the the way we always have done things doesn't work. And then once Instagram came along, people said, oh, well, this is a perfect, unique way of, of using this new form factor in mobile. So in, in, in over the top, I, I think just, just taking content and putting it online so that you can watch it on your Apple TV isn't enough. There's got to be there's got to be more. And I think we're still in the very early innings of, of really um, – um, designing um, interactive content, um, d d watching sort of a game game with with something else going on in the background. You know, we instead of looking down on our phones, like having something going on in the sidebar of of the bigger screen that we're watching, uh, polls, uh, chats with friends, inter you know, things that are interactive. Um, having the the deliverer of the content know that it's us watching. Um, the NBA Finals game, and knowing that we like um, other types of, you know, certain type, we have certain interests, and so that means they should serve us certain types of ads instead of just one kind of national ad that is going to everybody. So, I think you know, five years from now, when there will be a lot more interactivity um, and a real, a better understanding of how to present content in this kind of interactive form, um, 
that that is is perfect for uh, the kind of over the top uh, internet connected uh, channel. That and it's something that we haven't seen before. And and once once there is something that's evidence of you know something that we haven't seen before that like perfectly takes advantage of, of the those strengths, then I think users, advertisers everybody's going to clamor for that. And we're, we're going to wonder why we didn't do this years ago. So do you think that it's something where ad tech and media works together on this so that one isn't out ahead of the other, that one isn't waiting for the other to catch up? Um, yeah, it's, I think definitely those worlds are going to fuse. I mean, you've already seen like a lot of kind of big, uh, you, you've seen media companies buy digital companies, mm-hmm. you've seen them buy ad tech companies. Uh, so these worlds are, are definitely crossing over, and um, anybody who's going to be good in media um, five years from now is going to have to be an expert in all those areas. So, um, but I don't think that it's it's right to think that like oh a dollar spent on advertising on ABC that that's going to go away and that's going to become a new dollar that's spent on Facebook. It's not sort of like a one for one thing. I, I think you know we have to find out like what are these different kinds of apps and services, what are they good at uh, delivering? And it turns out that a lot of people still like to watch, you know, a big live experience on TV. And for brand advertisers, that's a great way to reach an audience. They they don't get that same kind of expertise or the the same kind of experience and the same return on investment when they just put an ad on Facebook. And so I think um, you're going to figure out like what, what 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 can we do that's really unique uh, in this over the top space that's a little bit more interactive and lets us you know better understand our users who are watching and have a better experience with them. So I think that that's going to all play out over these next five years, and then that will lead to you know a just a tr- you know that'll be the true ending of the cable bundle when when we see well wow, this is like a so much more a, a compelling offering than what mm-hmm. we're getting from. 80 bucks to, you know, Spectrum or Time Warner Cable right. today. Is there anyone already ahead of the game here? I, I don't think so. I think it's still being figured out. I mean, if you go on to something like Apple TV today and you try some of those apps, mm-hmm. even even like something like Twitter, they're exper- experimenting with their, I think they call it Twitter TV or, you know, taking something like Periscope, all these different li- live streams going on all over the world and, and putting it, you know, putting it out there and you know, it's not it's not really um, it's not really a perfect experience yet. Uh, there's a great company in New York called Cycle Media that's got uh, you probably know this guy because you follow basketball, Noah. Uh, Worldwide Wob, mm-hmm. uh, you know who yeah. who's starting to do these live shows, chat shows based around the NBA, and <clears throat> they're good and they're interactive. But it's still him kind of looking off camera to the right, seeing tweets coming in, trying to read those tweets, uh, speak them out so the audience hears them, and then answer them. So I just think you know it's sort of like there are still the early days of television when we're mm-hmm. sort of trying to get by and figure out how to how to uh, make a sh- make content in this new format. It's, it's got to become slicker. It's got to become smoother and easier. Eric, thank you. Hey, it was a lot of fun. I wanted to get the conversation with Eric up shortly after the follow-up with Nick Buzzle. That was episode 16, if you haven't heard it yet. Because it was telling to hear Eric say that when you're a content creator, you'll have to be an expert in all areas. So you'll start to see more companies joining forces in order to become a one-stop shop. And that's something diversifying your own talents 
taking advantage of the resources you have to learn other sides of your own business, that applies to every business. These days, everyone is experimenting, and the best part is no one will blame you for trying anything. It's a great time to be learning from mistakes. So it's almost like a lesson from elementary school applies to the business world. Don't be afraid to try it. Thanks for taking the time to join us on The Follow-Up. The Follow-Up is a production of Vocal. For more information and more programming, please visit vocalnow.com. That's V-O-K-A-L-N-O-W dot com.